0: This episode of Death Battle Cast is sponsored by Mac Weldon and Quip. Stay tuned for some great deals you can get with them later on in the show. Hello and welcome to the Death Battle cast. We are the cast and crew of Death Battle and Beyond, Mm-hmm. I suppose. <laughs> beyond. Yes. <laughs> Not
1: really beyond. I like work like just two computers down from like everybody. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: so. yeah. Well, I mean, it depends on your definition. Yeah. Either way, uh, I'm Ben. I am the voice of Wiz. I see him. <laughs> That's all. He's, he's here too. I'm Josh. I edit the show sometimes. <laughs> I'm Kyle. I'm filling
1: in for Chad while he plays World of Warcraft.
0: Yeah. 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 Chad is jumping right into sick.
1: that.
2: Yeah, he's sick. <laughs> which is, uh, we don't know about that. Um, I mean,
0: he is, called it, he is officially sick. Uh, apparently, there's a bug going around. His family's kind of caught it. So, unfortunately, Chad will not be joining us today. It's called uh, the WOW Classic Kyle. bug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you decide is he sick or is he really just playing WOW Classic? Who knows? I mean, <laughs> it,
2: he's certainly playing WOW Classic. There's no way he's at home sick. Not in play, just like that's fair. Right. watching TV. There's no way around it. Like, he yeah. is logged in leveling right now, he's though. not in bed, just like, Yeah,
1: oh, I can't get to my computer. Whoa, yeah. it's me! Yeah, like, no, yeah. he's over There's
0: there. No yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, it's still great to have you on, Kyle. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and Josh yeah. is joining us, editor of the Mecha Godzilla fight, mm-hmm. the Dragon Dragonzord fight, whichever one you were rooting for, um, which we will be talking about today. So if you have not seen the latest Death Battle, Dragons Dragonslayer versus Mechagodzilla, uh, you should go do that because we're gonna spoil the shit out of it. Um, basically, there there are a bunch of questions and, and comments that we saw uh, uh attributed to the fight from you guys that I'd like to talk about, address, and just you know answer the questions, make sure everybody understands what we were doing with the episode. So wait, you're
1: gonna spoil the episode if people haven't seen it? Okay, I get it.
0: You <laughs> haven't seen it? What? No, I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, I know who wins. Yeah. God damn it, Kyle!
1: <laughs> <laughs> there was actually a big spoiler on. I think it was the RT subreddit. Uh, somebody talked about it. Like, I'm going to spoil something here, but somebody met, like they cut out a scene and like the winner's head and put it on Thanos's head, and it was like oh. the caption: "You should have gone for the head." Yeah, <laughs> right.
0: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw there that were a bunch sense. of really fun quotes in the comments about like the killing blow and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that in this episode. Um, which man like huge props to uh uh Christina the director animation director for this as well as Tony writer and help direct and the rest of the animation team and writers and researchers like holy shit i love how this episode came about mm-hmm. i love how it looks uh and of course to Josh for the amazing edit like fantastic job mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you mm-hmm. um i i this is i've talked about it before but this is an episode that i've been wanting to do for a long time ever since Torian Turned in, well, years ago, turned in his uh, Godzilla versus Gamera fight. And I was like, yeah. all right, it's time to start thinking about that matchup that yeah. I really want to do Mecha, Godzilla, and Dragon Zord." Then, like 10 years later, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it took a little while, but we finally got to it. It's been three or four years, yeah yeah probably more like five years, but uh, it's been a little while yeah.
1: now, okay. I remember there was some talk in the like but in the like concepting or like before the episode got started that they were gonna have the uh, Green Ranger do some little jazz flute with his dagger <laughs> like from uh, yeah. Anchorman. Anchorman? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm disappointed that didn't make it in, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Oh, we had some we fun are. with the animations a yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, little man, bit yeah. of that <laughs>
0: made it into the the little announcement teaser that we showed oh, at, uh, okay RxDX, yeah, okay, um, which was which, great, yeah, <laughs> was very fun, uh, Andrea. Uh, was was animating uh, uh, Tommy, gotcha. uh, the Green Ranger, yeah. and she's just having a blast, having him doing all these crazy <laughs> things with the dagger and hip thrusting, and whatever she wanted to do. <laughs> okay,
1: now I'm disappointed I didn't see that video. Okay, yeah. it's
0: on my Twitter. I posted okay, it. At okay, a I'll point. have to check
1: it out. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's pretty fun. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Sean really wanted the announcement to be like this dramatic kind of reveal, and then yeah. it turns into like a uh, happy days sort of <laughs> <Yeah>. intro <laughs> halfway yeah. through. Uh, it's great, but anyway. Uh, let me get to the questions and comments from you guys, and uh, I also have the chat open if you are watching live as a first member. Thank you uh, for supporting us, and feel free to leave a question or comment in the chat. I might be able to, to, to uh, address that, although we do have a lot to talk about for this episode, so I'm going to I'm gonna try to get through it because some of this can get very detailed and yeah. intense. <laughs> so, you guys ready to jump into that? Yeah, let's let's let's, let's
2: get in there and then we can get to meming later. Okay. That's my favorite part <laughs> is meming. Let's do it. Okay,
0: <laughs> sit so, back now. Uh first thing I want to address is um last Death Metal Cast we had Tony on uh and he was one of the writers for this episode. And I saw a surprising number of people um kind of take issue with that. Essentially, the reason why we brought Tony on was because he's a big kaiju fanboy. Um, while uh, all the rest of us were growing up watching, you know, the popular cartoons, he was watching crazy Japanese monster shows. Like uh, that was what he grew up on, and he's a, he's the prime example of a person who uh, is part of the Godzilla and the kaiju fan base. And so, a lot of people thought, well, if you have him as the writer, aren't you just bringing on bias? That's the reason why Mechagodzilla, spoilers, won. Uh, and I really wanted to address that because that that, that couldn't be further from the truth. Um, Tony Tony came well, on board. I mean, just as a sheer sure fact, like he didn't decide to win. Well, or... Right, that's one of the factors, is that Tony yeah. was not the only person writing. Um, right. It was Tony and Tack were the writers. Uh, we had, of course, the entire research team on board. So the yeah. way we generally yeah. do these episodes is we assign... Uh, two lead researchers. Each researcher takes a character uh, and they become, their mission is basically to become experts in their character, their assigned character. But of course we have a full research team of nine people, nine amazing people who uh, even though only two of them are assigned as the leads, everybody jumps on board to help out, which is awesome. Uh, And of course we have a writer on each episode, sometimes two writers uh, and then myself uh, acting as a director and sort of a script editor, Uh, when need be so ultimately what ends up happening is there are a bunch of people coming together to write and research and figure out who wins and when when all is said and done all of this comes together in a big meeting between myself the writers the researchers uh sometimes sam will join sean will join other people will join depending on how many people can get in and all of us have to come to a unanimous decision on who would win and why so it's not just one person deciding it so the reason why Tony was brought on for this is because he, he has that knowledge of not only the, the Godzilla series, but also the fan base. Because one of the things that we don't really talk about a lot is that we don't just research the characters. We also look into the fan base because mm-hmm. it's important to us.
2: Oh, I mean, a big example of that was like uh, Kinshiro Jojo. Because like getting a fight like that, mm-hmm. to like we worked really hard, even though we knew who was going to win for quite a while we had a lot of revisions just trying to make that like something that both fan bases will enjoy thoroughly with like having, and especially with that one with Jojo being like so stylized oh, and yeah. Yeah. Kinshiro being like so legendarily, I don't know, like it just, it's just so top. <laughs> old school anime and like, yeah, just like trying to fit that bill was a lot of, it was a challenge and a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, cause, cause, the the death battle is not just about figuring out who would win. Like obviously that's the main point of the show. But it's also about celebrating the characters yeah. and kind of Feeding to the nostalgia that people have for these characters, and and uh, reminding them of why they enjoy them, and maybe helping everybody maybe remember or learn something new that they didn't that they didn't think about before. Um, so it is very important to me, very important to us to know what the fans want, know what people want to see, and what they think of these characters. And so having somebody like Tony come on board not only gives us a really good uh, uh, knowledge base starting from without having to start from scratch, but also lets us know like what he wants to see. If right. he wants to see it, there's a really good chance that other Godzilla fans want to see it. Yeah. Um and and we didn't have to start from scratch on that end either. And of course a lot of us grew up with Power Rangers, so we already know what like I was a huge Power Rangers fan growing up. I've already talked about this. Green Ranger was like top tier yeah, character yeah, for me yeah, back yeah. in the day. As soon as he came
1: along, it was just like, Jason who? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, it's all about Tom. Yeah. yeah. So like,
0: I already knew what Power Ranger fans wanted to see, right? Mm-hmm. Like I already had that in mind uh, and I didn't grow up with the Godzilla series like Tony did. So bringing him on board was a huge help and he did such an awesome job really bringing everything together to make this fantastic script uh, and, and help make the fight like the phenomenal thing it was like, and that's why he was there. And, and, Frankly, we do this all the time. Um, every single episode, <laughs> I, I never, I try to never assign any research or, or writing project to a writer or researcher who doesn't want to do that project, right? Um, so whenever we start a season, essentially what I do is I list out the episodes that we have planned and I'm like, hey, who wants to research what? Who wants to write what? And I try to assign things based on what people are familiar with because we're just going to get a better end like result, right overall if people are invested and interested in it so that's why he was there i think he brought a lot to the table and uh it's it, that it's really important for me to make sure that people understand that like we're not trying we we take the ideas of whether or not bias is involved very seriously and we do our best to make sure that that is not a factor regardless mm-hmm. um so anyway that kind of covers that uh <laughs> that was a little long sorry but moving <laughs> well, on doesn't
1: it just come down to like is, you know, just simple calculus at the end anyway, where it's just, like, clearly this character can, like, toss a character that's, like, you know, four times the weight, you know, of sure. someone else. It, like, demonstrates that strength. Because, like, yeah. you break it down in the episode of, like, what was it Godzilla toss someone that, tossed you Tossed know, a
0: heavier Godzilla he, than... Uh, yeah, than
1: what the Megazord, like, punched a uh, kaiju, like, 40 meters in the air or something. Right. Basically, you broke it down to where it's, like, it required this amount of force to do this versus this. Sure.
0: Therefore... Make
1: a Godzilla stronger, stronger I, yeah, I do
0: think sure. there's well, I don't like relying on numbers purely, purely? okay um, I think you, you need to take into account the logic of different powers versus each other, like experience something of the fighters counter each other yeah. in, in this matchup in particular, there's not a whole lot of. This would counter this sort of right. thing. But there are other uh fights where like somebody might have this amazing powerful technique, but the other character just so happens to have the ability to just nullify it. Yeah. So then that number, whatever that number was for that amazing powerful technique, doesn't matter anymore. Gotcha. Um so there, there are a lot of different factors that can go into play here. I think more so what people are concerned with uh with the idea of bias being involved is us leaving stuff out. Mm-hmm. Um because and it's all, you're always going to find something that it feels like we did leave out because we have to, we have to scrunch everything into a 20-minute video or less, essentially. So what we end up doing is picking out the things that really, truly matter. And then if there are certain feats or whatever that uh, sh- maybe should be mentioned but really don't matter to the argument or whatnot, uh, it'll either be a tab in the video or we will address it here, as we will get to in just a little bit. Um, so the second question: If Tommy could summon other, other Zords, why didn't you also include the Megazord and Ultra Zord? Which is a really good question. Uh, I think there's two reasons, really. Uh, one, um, actually, I guess there's three reasons. The first is um, you're starting to get away from the whole idea of Dragon Zord <laughs> if you start right. bringing in the Megazord and the Ultra Zord. Sure. Um, and I, I, I wanted to make sure that this was Dragon Zord versus Mechagodzilla, not all it's the Power Rangers. Also- the giant robots, not
2: their pilots. Although their pilots play a big point in it, it, it's it's more so about those specific giant robots,
0: right? Well, yeah, essentially, to a certain extent, it's it is the it is literally titled Dragonzord Versus Mechagodzilla." So, bringing a Megazord, bringing an Ultra Zord, you start to get away from the idea that it's Dragon Zord. I mean, that alone is not necessarily uh, good enough reason to to say that he shouldn't be able to. But then you can kind of factor in the other two reasons, which is uh, two: the idea of the Rangers bringing other Zords is not very clear cut. Um, we do it uh, mainly because it has been shown that Rangers can summon a few other Zords and make one transformation. Uh, there's not really a whole lot of evidence that they can make multiple transformations of, of Zords, uh, especially because it's very clear that the Megazord and especially the Ultra Zord do require like a, a lot of Rangers. Yeah, right? you need like, like there more are than one roles. person. Yeah, uh, the the dra- uh, the Dragon's Orb Battle Mode. We've seen it piloted by three people, so presumably Tony, uh, Tommy, by himself could probably uh, work it. He's just running around the whole thing. My also, macros not running. Shit! to so take that yeah. side. And he also s- might be able to control it with the Dragon Dagger. It's a little, it's a little up in the air for that. Um, <laughs> He's just trying to like
1: flute <laughs> dagger, like trying to
0: do this, I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> Once you bring the Zord into play, and then the Ultra Zord, Like, the Ultra Zord, clearly requires a large team. Like, all of them yeah. to make happen. <laughs> and, and to bring a Titanus in and, and whatnot. So, I feel like if we brought those further transformations in, and that ended up winning the day... I don't know if it would, per se, but if that ended up winning the day, I feel like a lot of people would have issue with that. For sure. Uh, it yeah. would feel like... Dragon cheated, basically.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, and it's like, and this might be besides the point, but didn't like the Ultra Zord lose like one fight at the very end before they like switch powers or whatever? Maybe, uh, I'm, maybe I'm wrong.
0: I, I believe they didn't even bother to bring in the Ultra oh, Zord. Yeah. Like Ultra Zord was weird mainly because they had to use the toys. Yeah. <laughs> to do it, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> we got this. I, the Ultra Zords, yeah. They had to do, use the toys. And we got this. Fuck off, Brontosaurus
1: flesh. over here that <laughs> we don't know what to do with. So yeah. yeah.
0: Uh <laughs> <your> now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, question number three. Why didn't why didn't you use a composite Mecha Godzilla like you did for Godzilla back in episode 35? That'd be Godzilla versus Gamera. Uh, and if you don't use composites, why didn't you in, why did you include the comics and video games in your analysis for both Dragonzord and Kiru? Real simple. Uh, we talked about this a little bit last uh, Death Metal Cast episode, as well as why we went with Kiru. So if you're curious about that, you can go check out the last episode. Um, but basically we don't do pure composites anymore we used to in seasons one and two we would just composite everything uh comics video games cartoons tv shows whatever everything together to get the broadest the thought was we're going to get the broadest idea of the characters so that everything is there the problem was that there were a bunch of broad ideas of the characters that just didn't mesh up with the People, what, what, what people thought the character was. Uh, Superman is a really good example. Um, there, there are so many different kinds of Superman out there. But it's like towing planets and stuff.
1: Like yeah, the old like the 1950s.
0: The golden right. Superman Prime, you know, all that stuff. Um, but for, so when we did Godzilla, we did a complete composite, which we may still do if we ever bring Godzilla back again because Godzilla's a little weird, although we probably wouldn't. Essentially, what we do right now is we pick a timeline. If we can, a main timeline. And then anything else acts as supporting evidence. Um, So for Godzilla himself nowadays, we probably would use most Godzillas because they all can be supporting of each other. Except for Uh, the 2000, because that is a couple of them are very different. There are a few Godzillas that now have been like, those Shin are Godzilla. Godzilla, Godzilla yeah, Earth, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. But a lot of the Godzillas are pretty similar, so you could probably make, make a composite out of that. That's a little complicated, and obviously we would have to look into that more. Uh, but for Mechagodzilla in particular, there are three different Mechagodzillas, or there's a bunch, but there are three main Mechagodzillas, and all of them are very different. So we weren't going to like splice them together to create some kind of yeah. weird like Chimera MechaGodzilla. Yeah, this is the only one that's piloted too, right? Uh it's the only one that's piloted by one person. MechaGodzilla yeah. 2 is piloted by essentially a Megazord style crew. Um mm. uh but but this one is piloted by a single person. Uh and why did we use comics and stuff as as uh as well if we we aren't compositing? Again, going back to the supporting evidence thing. Essentially, we looked at the comics and if there was anything in the comics that we could make an argument for that the movie version would be able to do. We could use the comics. It is is especially useful for Mechagodzilla because he only has two movies. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> bringing in some other things that realistically that Kiru could do uh, still applies. Mm-hmm. Um, same I mean, thing for Dragon's Like
2: Sword. a good example, and this isn't exactly from the fight or anything, but what we mean by that kind of supporting evidence is like if if it, if in a comic book it says the like say for example like Mechagodzilla's height. But the movies never exactly say its height. And then that height, like, we can measure up to a building and seems accurate and supportive. We're like, okay, that is good data that we can use alongside this.
0: I'm actually really glad you brought that up because that, I'm skipping a question a little bit, but there is a question of how did you determine Dragonzord's height as 95 meters when its toy box says it's 38 meters? If you look up Dragonzord on the Power Rangers wiki, you will find that its height is 38 meters. And that comes from a toy box that came out way back in the 90s. Um, here's the thing. Dragonzord's height seems to be, it could be anything. There are other toy boxes that say that it's over 100 meters. Like, it's all over the place. So what we've done with Power Rangers in the past, and what we did here, is we literally took an image of Dragonzord next to a building and measured it. Like, average mm-hmm. height of a, of a city floor is about 10 feet measure that up. Okay, that's how tall Dragonzord Sword is. You stand next to a building, right. you can figure Makes it out. sense. Yeah. yeah, so uh we came out to 95 meters and then uh the comics actually support that, which helps support the idea that the comics might, you know, fit in with the same uh sort of yeah. power levels. Cuz 38 meters
2: is pretty silly. Like <laughs> that's like just a little higher than the peak of a three-story house kind of stuff. But,
0: I mean, it's a little no, more, meters, than but... No, no, sorry, meters. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
2: Still, nonetheless, if you think about 38 meters and you look at him in the show against buildings, you're He's just like, that's taller, not yeah. 30, 38 meters, you know? Like, it's he doesn't really match up to that size.
1: And honestly, a toy manufacturer in the 90s, like, they're yeah. not going to really pay attention to it. It's like, Language how tall is this They're playing loosey-goosey as they can. They can't, can't just email. Just like, They'd yeah. have
0: to, like, call. That's long distance. That used to cost a <laughs> lot of money back in the day. Uh, yeah, no, I also yeah. have to wonder, like these are American toy companies, so some of them might be like, "What's a meter? Uh, it's like five feet or something." Can like, eh, we sell this to kids? They don't know. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the nineties, none of us knew the metric system in yeah. America. <laughs> uh, before we get to that next question, I know the Q and A is going a little long. Uh, we got a commercial break from our sponsor, Mac Weldon. Yes, uh, we've been sponsored by sponsored by them before. They are fantastic. If you have not tried Mac Weldon, you really should. Uh, Mack Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. That's, that's legit. Uh, it is a premium men's essentials brand that believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. Mack Weldon will be the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, sweatpants, and more that you will ever wear. Uh, several of us own Mack Weldon uh, apparel, and we agree. Like This is not really hyperbole. Uh, there is a very good chance that it is a lot more comfortable and just better than whatever you're wearing right now. Um, I mean, I'm wearing some right now. I, I don't think I can show you. YouTube might get mad, but uh, it's really nice feeling. <laughs> uh, and they also have a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial, which means they eliminate odor by themselves, which is really nice. Uh, so again, they just genuinely want you to feel comfortable in your own clothes. So if you don't like the first pair that you get, you can keep it and they will still refund you. Which is an awesome deal and no questions asked. Super nice. Uh, All right. So if you want to try it out for yourself, and I legitimately think you should, it's definitely worth at least trying. Uh, For 20% off your first order, you can visit macweldon.com and enter promo code CAST at checkout. That's macweldon.com and enter promo code CAST. Macweldon.com, promo code CAST at checkout. Thank you, Macweldon. All right. Back to some of that crazy Dragonzord versus Mechagodzilla questions. Let's do it. Uh, next question. Why even bother with this episode if it means yet another <laughs> loss for Power Rangers? <laughs> you must hate Power Rangers. Oh my God. I mean, we it's hate true, powers. right? It's We've true, killed right? them right? off three right? times. Yeah. Okay, okay. They're 0-3. They're the so, mm-hmm. yes,
1: you killed Tommy twice. How
0: dare you? Oh, <laughs> it's that strong wow. of a feeling that I mean, we have to bring them in and watch, watch them thought, die. Honestly, going into this, I thought that Dragonzord was going to win. Like, we always have... Obviously, we always, like have our opinion going into it, like, ah, oh, well, probably this character is gonna yeah, win, and, and then we do all the research and really figure it out. Not even opinion,
2: we just have, like, really preliminary research where you're like, yeah. yeah, it adds up that that character will win, and then, yeah, like, this is one where we were like,
0: ooh, we were wrong on yeah. that
2: one, the, you know, it happens.
0: Yeah, yeah sure. once we dig into it, we're like, ah, that absolute zero cannon is a lot more powerful than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. So... I, I, I honestly I was kind of rooting for Dragonzord. <laughs> Even though Kiru is like my favorite Kaiju ever, I was like "The Zord's pretty fucking dope yeah, too. Like I don't yeah. want him to win. It's awesome. Um so yeah, another another loss for Power Rangers um spoilers. <laughs> uh, by the way, I don't remember if we actually said that <laughs> Godzilla wins. Um but uh it's it's tricky, right? We've had 3 Zords in or three zord figure or a bunch of zord figurations I guess in 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 death battle now and all of them keep losing. I'm like well, this is not intentional. I I swear. I <laughs> promise you guys, we do not set up episodes based on winners because we don't actually know who's going to win each episode as we're setting up uh episodes for each season. Like there was a uh DC winning streak against Marvel for the longest time up until a recent episode uh and that was not planned. No. Like I mean, we did not plan that. That's kind of the point too. If we picked matches that we knew,
2: like the answer was clear cut, like why would we do that? The point of the show yeah, is to, to figure, figure out like out. a tough. It's Absolutely. like if we were like, oh, Dragon's Sword versus like, oh, Hugh Jackman from Real Steel. I'm like, well, okay, yeah, <laughs> really fucking cool fight, but like, you know, we already know what's happening. Yeah. Just gonna step on, on you, him. Yeah. but yeah. yeah, like so, yeah. Of course, we're gonna pick fights that, and we're gonna make fights that we don't initially know the answer to because that's the ones that are
0: interesting to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there are two ways that we could go about it. We could you know, try to structure our seasons based on winners. But I feel like if if we if we did that to try to make sure that there's like an even split of winners and we were still maintaining uh, you know, the sincerity and the the bias free elements of Death Battle, like we would have to essentially cut out a bunch of episodes every year because we would have to do all of our research and then green light the animation, then green light the script writing. Um, which would just extend all of our production time. Whereas right now we can be doing research while we are working on other things. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. there's no way essentially like animation takes a long time. Uh, So while we are doing research, we are also building the models. We are, are, we're, we're starting the scripts. We are uh, building the textures, building the environments. There's so much that goes into that. If we were to separate everything out. Yeah. You would probably get maybe like six episodes a year, which I don't, I mean, that's just a number off the top of my head, but like it would definitely be like half what we normally do. Uh, So in order for us to hit, and and that's another thing, like there are so many requests. You guys have so many awesome requests that we want to hit. There are so many awesome matchups that we want to do. Like I would generally prefer to do more matchups at a high quality than try to balance things out so everybody feels like, uh, there's an even split between win loss ratios for every character like i don't I, yeah. ultimately i don't think that really matters and i think uh the questionability of whether or not your character will win is kind of part of the fun of death battle like uh whenever power rangers do finally get their victory it's going to feel so good yeah it's going to feel so good um anyway we got to we got we to gotta move on uh the next <laughs> question would be uh Oh, I kind of skipped this one. Uh, why didn't Tommy teleport into Mechagodzilla and take out Akane directly? Uh, one, Akane is not actually in Mechagodzilla. Yeah, uh, she's, she's in, in the chain, right? Yeah. Um, which, well, why doesn't he just teleport to that? Two, Tommy didn't, doesn't really teleport into other machines. He did get into the Megazord that one time. Uh, he didn't oh, yeah. teleport into it. He broke into it because he's got a power coin. That's why he got into it. Um, he, we've never seen him do that ever since. Uh, I know it's a move in Legacy Wars, like it's a super movie, breaks into whatever the enemy oh, is. Uh, cool. w- it's a cool little nod yeah. to it, but it's not a thing that he relies on, uh, especially since like there are other times when he has fought Zords like Serpentera and uh, he didn't try to break into it then. Sorry, so, I'm just
1: imagining like the Green Ranger just like teleports into your car and he's like, surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> and he like jacks your ride. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Steals your girl Where's too. the flute yeah. sound coming yeah. from? <laughs> yeah.
0: And even yeah. if he did, uh, yeah, well, Godzilla ghost would take over, so it doesn't yeah. really matter. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um, surprise! Oh, yeah, that's bitch. something like
1: that's the yeah. only like cyborg esque mecha Godzilla, right? Are the other ones like right. pure robots? And Kiryu's, yes. it's a. Uh, I don't yes. know if I pronounced that right, but yeah.
0: No, you got yeah, it. It's cool. built yeah. on the bones of Godzilla, yeah. yeah it's yeah. technically a cyborg. It's using Godzilla's DNA and Godzilla bones 1. To move. Yeah. Yeah. Grandpa um, Godzilla. The old school Godzilla. Mm. Uh, oh, man. Now I'm, now I'm, now I'm lost in my question. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 I skipped around. Um, Oh, right. Uh, so obviously because we hate Power Rangers, we released this on Jason Jason David Frank's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Why did we release this episode on Jason David Frank's birthday only to have his most significant character killed? You must really hate Power Rangers. Was everyone tweeting at him or oh, something? No. Uh, there were a couple of people who tweeted at him. So I know people are gonna say that I'm lying here. Cause the it's such it's like such a crazy crazy, crazy coincidence. Crazy. I legitimately did not know. I, I mean, promise you, I did not realize that we don't have his birthday on our fucking. No, I no, don't. Like, you don't. It take so much planning to make sure that <laughs> <Yeah>. that. God, <laughs> it's it's such a crazy coincidence.
2: Um, like, like I'm, we've been releasing on Wednesdays for fucking forever, years yeah. now. Like, we could have plans like, oh, in four years, David <laughs> <laughs> Frank's birthday lands Plan on a Wednesday, and we're gonna kill
0: him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I know I know people aren't gonna believe me when I say that because it it just seems so perfect and so so weird how that all landed. But you know, if you look into the death battle curse, we have had weirder things happen, so <sighs> I'm sorry <laughs> JDF I did not realize that that would happen
1: here's but what hey. you do you just have an episode where he just also, fights all versions of himself yeah for, like yeah. every are, every Jason David Frank. are Power we Ranger. gonna go out of yeah. our
2: way to piss off Jason David Frey? he's gonna he could beat the shit out of yeah. any of us yeah. like clearly <laughs> and we'd let him we're not <laughs> in the yeah, well, I mean, yeah I mean yeah probably. just film it it makes good content yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. someone
1: shouting world star in the not, background no like. that would
2: be like I would turn the camera on fast like cause that's a free death battle yeah like, <laughs> This is Jason David Frank versus Chad James. Like, oh, great, great death battle. That's a
0: great death battle. Another live action death Chad battle. Chad would be like,
1: yeah. yeah, beat me up. I got to stay home, play World of Warcraft. Yeah. It will be great. Yeah, <laughs>
0: Just another reason to stay yeah. home. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. All right, well, speaking of Tommy, uh, did Dragonzord eject Tommy before it was destroyed? Because traditionally, in, or generally in Power Rangers, when a Zord is getting blown up or whatever, mm-hmm. it ejects the Power Ranger, and they're safe. Uh, also, did Akane die in that plane wreck? So, in the script, uh, technically, both of them survived. Uh, there was originally planned to be kind of an epilogue shot where Akane gets out of the plane wreck um, and then there would be like a a, a sort of vague uh, shot where Tommy picks up the dragon dagger uh, that's like busted and whatnot but those ended up getting cut because it would have basically we would have had to rig a lot of extra stuff for Akane um, and then build a whole new version of the dragon dagger and we thought okay we don't we've mentioned this before we've got to surprising budget for Death Battle given what the show is but it's not a whole lot yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. so <laughs> also I think people don't realize that this shit's expensive yeah. it
0: really <laughs> it is gets, it, it's, Animation. And it's and there's so time expensive. constraints so, like, yeah. so yeah. I would rather focus on making sure like the killing blow or this awesome jumping shot of Mechagodzilla is way works out way uh, becomes beautiful and really epic rather than have this one shot of a broken dragon dagger just cause we, we would have to spend a week modeling this new dragon dagger or whatever it would take Um so it ended up getting cut for time, but the intention was that both of them do survive. Um, okay, so now let's get into some of the really nerdy questions, the geeky questions, yeah. the, the the hardcore versus community questions. Uh, why did why did you say you can't scale Tommy and thus the Dragonzord to newer Rangers? Um, so I saw a couple of people mention this, and I I'm a little I'm not really sure why they did, uh, because we'd never said that you couldn't scale Tommy to newer rangers. In fact, back in uh Tiger Zord versus Gundam Epion, we said the opposite. We figured out a general idea of how strong the White Ranger is by comparing him to, I believe it was the Green Ranger in SPD. Um, because the idea is that they both draw from the the Morphin grid and they they all they all have the same powers and they've all battled before in the legendary battle and whatnot, like. All the Rangers are kind of in a similar league with each other. It's not necessarily the case for the Dragon Zord, though. All the Zords are very clearly of different powers. Like it's very it's made explicitly clear in the original Power Rangers that the the original Zords cannot compete with what Zed is doing, so they upgrade them to the Thunder Zords, and then they go. To turbo mm. and they go to uh to space and whatnot. Yeah, like the Zords increase in power.
2: The Rangers themselves draw on the same power grid, so like they're kinda comparable, but the dragon zords themselves are not
0: the same thing. Right. Like they also draw from the Morphin grid and whatnot, but they clearly like, have a their mechanical, their they have a power capability. cast. Yeah. 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 They're machines. They they and I don't, I don't. You've seen anime before. Yeah, yeah. it's basically <laughs> like like that, anime, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so they they upgrade the Zords, they build new ones to essentially draw more power from the Ranger and the connecting Morphin Grid. So no, unfortunately, we can't scale the Dragon Zord to some crazy powerful Zord from later on in Power Rangers, or even to like some stuff in the comics. Uh, like even the comics actually literally kind of address this in uh, there's there's like a, a timeline an alternate timeline in the comics where Tommy turned evil and in order for the dragon sword to be super powerful, he actually upgraded it. And it's like uh, the black dragon it's like really powerful, but it's it uses pieces of the Dragon sword. it's not the dragon sword itself. So in order for it to become that powerful, he had to upgrade it. Um, so yeah, the Zords don't exactly scale that way. Uh, okay, so we're very, we're very close to the end of the q and a uh, this is the this is the big question that uh, a lot of people wanted wanted us to address and we did not include it in the episode because most people watching will have no idea what i'm talking about or care but for you people who are really into versus debates and whatnot i'm going to talk about Rock's solar eclipse feat from megaforce you guys have no idea what i'm talking about so say words, that again uh, i don't know say like, it wait, slower <laughs> which parts are the so downs? in megaforce there's a villain <laughs> named Brock, um and at, near the end of it he uh for. essentially what what happens is he he's been fighting the megaforce power rangers for a while and he's super frustrated he fucking hates them, so he's like whatever i'm just gonna blow up the planet um and <laughs> the way he's going to do this is he gets a bunch of these drills and he puts these drills in the earth okay and the way the drills are gonna work is they are going to get energy from a solar eclipse bury themselves in the earth and break it apart I'm paraphrasing here, but that's essentially what, what's happening in that uh, episode. Um, so Sounds like a Power Rangers episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the assumption or the belief that a lot of people within the Versus community have is that Vrock intentionally creates the solar eclipse, which gives the power to the drills. Um, and then there's there's a really well done calculation on Versus Battle Wiki from, uh, I'm going to butcher this name, Darkanine. Um, that calculates this to be 714 zeta tons of TNT. And that is essentially just below planet level. Okay. Like, essentially almost like, powerful enough bring to blow up the planet. Bring this <laughs> <us> into <laughs> the dragon sword. How exactly does this work? Exactly where yeah. I was going go. like, to go. It's like, you're that strong, it's blow up the fucking planet, right? Yeah. Like, I'm getting to that. Because he's defeated by the Rangers, one Ranger specifically. Oh. So one Ranger kills him, uh-huh. which would imply that if that Ranger can kill him, that would mean that perhaps that Ranger is also planet level, and if the Zords are more powerful than the Rangers, then the Zords must be multi-planet level, or something like that. Above, okay. wow. so They can blow up a planet, presumably. So, why would Godzilla even stand a chance, if the Dragon Zord can blow up a planet? So, that's the, that's the idea. And this seems to be generally accepted by uh, the Versus community as fact. So, we looked into this. Um, we did. And we... Uh, I had so many discussions with the research team about this, because I do not think... I do not think this is actually an accurate feat. I don't think Vrock actually caused the solar eclipse. I'm going to go through the reasons why really fast. Uh, One, there's no reason given for Vrock's sudden ability to create an eclipse. He never shows this ability or anything close to it throughout the series. It's just suddenly he's able to do it, apparently. Um, So personally, I think it's more likely that he was waiting for it, and he just happened to know when it was going to happen. Happen like we know when solar eclipses are gonna happen, yeah. You can plan for it, just yeah, like releasing yeah. an episode on Jason and David Frank's birthday. there, like, <laughs> exactly. yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, maybe it's magic, maybe he's magically moving the moon, but at that point, it's a little hard to scale magic powers to non magic power rangers. Like, sure, uh, you could do it with something like we did with the uh, Rita blowing up the island of illusion, uh, but that's a very direct. <laughs>
2: If explosion you, like right. we
0: can calculate that yeah. and we know what she's doing she's creating an explosion moving the moon could be anything and who it, knows and what right. you're doing Move yeah.
2: the moon, you would make a whole bunch of tsunamis and shit yeah mm-hmm. so like that would be mentioned I feel like
0: I mean it's Power Rangers so there's a yeah, certain extent yeah. cool. where they just kind of get that hard they right, right. Yeah. It. Yeah. 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 Like,
2: uh, oh you no can't... big
0: waves <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't <laughs> question it too much yeah. um but – and we do keep that in mind. It's not like – I'm not here taking these series, like, as seriously as possible. Like, it's fucking Power Rangers. It's cheesy <laughs> as shit. Right. It's meant to be cheesy. Yeah. Um, uh, so let's see. It Like I said, it may be a naturally occurring eclipse. Uh, he's, like, fighting the – if you watch the scene, he's fighting the Rangers as this eclipse is happening. And then when the eclipse happens, he stops the fight. Uh, and basically the entire scene just changes. He says, the appointed time has arrived. That's a quote, uh, which – Could imply that he was waiting for it, could imply that maybe he set it up in advance and was waiting for it then, but if he could just do it, I don't know why he would be fighting the rangers, especially since after the eclipse happens, he's no longer playing around. Like, he's throwing his deadliest attacks at them, and the rangers are barely able to survive, Um, so... It's almost like he's trying to hold them off so that the eclipse can happen. Exactly, exactly. Mm. It's just the context of the scene overall, it just doesn't make any sense to me why he would be waiting why he would be messing around with them for the first half of the fight. It seems weird to me. Um, So he also says that he would harness the power of the eclipse to power his drills, which would destroy the planet. If he had the power to move the moon, if he had planet-level power, why would he even need the drills? Or why would he need the eclipse in the first place? He could just power the drills himself. It seems strange to me that he would do all of this if he already had planet-level power anyway. (laughs) Uh, basically, yeah. the whole yeah. situation would seem very unnecessary.
2: Also, how the fuck is a solar eclipse powering well, something? Well, that's worry about another it. thing it's about pow- it's power rangers. Yeah. Don't worry okay, about cool, it. Cool, cool, <laughs> cool. Um,
0: I'm actually going to get to that in just a second. Uh, uh, another thing, saying that the rangers and the zords are near or above planet level doesn't really make a lot of sense when you consider Serpentera. Serpentera was a Zord in the uh, um, uh, Zeo era, or no, not the Zeo era, the the Mighty Morphin era uh, that Zed had. It was Zed's Zord. And the big thing about Serpentera was that it was a Zord that was powerful enough to destroy a planet. Oh, yeah. That was its thing. So Mm -hmm. if all Zords could destroy a planet, then what was the big deal with Serpentera in the first place? And why couldn't the other Zords just fight it? It it wouldn't make a lot of sense. Like the whole concept of Serpentera was that it was just so far out of everyone's league. That's why they had to upgrade to the. Thunder swords, right? Or the like? They had the, already the next... upgraded. Oh, the they had already upgraded. Okay, point. yeah. Swords at that point. The the only reason why they were able to survive Serpentera is because it runs on like two AA batteries. <laughs> <It> ran, <laughs> out, ran out, ran energy. <laughs> <laughs> he should have upgraded to the, yeah, like yeah. the bigger battery. <laughs> That's yeah. basically
1: yeah. what the whole story was. It's kind of got the Serpentera XR or whatever. You know.
0: <laughs> it like ran out yeah. of gas halfway to Earth or something <laughs> like that. It's it's, it's kind of it's really stupid, but I love it's it. It's solar powered. There was an eclipse. He just he <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. So. Yeah. All of this combined makes this feat a true outlier, a calc that isn't su- supported by further evidence. Um, and again, we didn't include it in the episode because, I, frankly, I don't think most of you care that much. <laughs> uh, that's why we do this kind of Q&A, though. Like, we, we do this sort of Q&A to address comments and, and questions that people who do care uh, a lot that are involved in the versus community. Um, and And that way we can kind of address that without mm-hmm. – essentially extending and bogging down the episode for viewers who aren't really into it that much. Like, let's be honest. Most of the people who watch Death Battle are here uh, just to have a fun time, checking out these ridiculous calculations, experiencing the characters again, and watching a cool fight. Yeah. Right? So we've got to make sure that they're not horribly bored by us talking about... This random character from like twenty years later yeah, who moved to moon. There's
2: no giant conspiracy. We are an entertainment company. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and, and also, what are our goals?
0: <laughs> also, I I don't really like the idea of presenting a calculation that somebody has taken a lot of time on, like like this guy on the versus battle wiki, uh, and in death battle, and essentially kind of calling them out like debunking them and making a very public display of it in a video that's going to be seen by millions of people. Yeah. I yeah. don't really like that when we we don't need to do that. No. Uh this obviously the podcast is seen by fewer people so I feel like it's a little safer like we're not going to be
2: Well, and also it's not going no, to create this There's
0: no there's nothing against that person's like like you said they
2: did oh, no. pretty solid count right. on right. It, Yeah, right. it's just we don't think there's enough supporting evidence to be like, yeah, all of them are that powerful. We think it's the solar eclipse is You know, um, a natural occurring event. But if I ever have a character that does cause a solar eclipse, I know what math to go look at first. (laughs) I'm going to be like, give me a good idea. So, yeah.
0: Uh, um, But yeah, Death Battle isn't here to call anybody out, per se. Like, we're here to have a fun time with you guys and and make a cool fight. Like, that's the general idea. That's why we don't do, like, huge debates or whatnot. Like, we're not here to argue with people, basically. We're here to. Make cool fights. <laughs> make a cool
1: fight, figure out who wins by just, you know, without you going know. so in-depth that it, like, yeah. Oh, of
0: course, yeah. of course. Um, either way, what if it is true? What if Rack did make the Eclipse and is planet level? Would that mean that the, the Rangers are planet level too? Even if it was all true, no, actually. Uh, the Rangers actually could not defeat Rock at all. He completely overpowered them. They they couldn't even destroy the drills. Um they, they even tried, like, this classic Power of Friendship move. <laughs> um, which they do in, like, a bunch of these ranger shows, right? Yeah. Like, oh, of course they do, yeah. Like, half of them end with Power of Friendship pulls the Morphin Grid together and destroys the bad guy. Like, most of them do that. And it, like, destroys their power at the yeah. same time. Yeah, and I actually yeah. really appreciate this because they did that at the end of uh, Megaforce and it failed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, that's great. It failed horribly. Fuck your friendship. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Vrock was kind of impossible to defeat. So, what they decided to do is... And how they decided to do this, I'll never know because why they would know that this would work, who knows? Um, but they combine their powers into a sky strike, which is a move that they would do, uh, where all five of them combine the powers into the Red Ranger's sword, essentially. Yeah. Um, but that alone wouldn't have accomplished anything, right? They'd already been throwing the powers out this whole time. It just so happens <laughs> that, for whatever reason, the sky strike can absorb energy from the eclipse. <laughs> Ah, so according to their mentor, Gosei, uh, he says... How uh, does the <laughs> eclipse have energy? <laughs> with, with, with the power of the eclipse, they can, quote, the increase... something. Is in, the lack of something. They can increase their power a thousandfold. So essentially what was happening is this infinite sky strike, as it's called, was striking Vrock with the power of 5,000 Power Rangers. Nice. Whoa. So maybe 5,000 Power Rangers could destroy a planet, if all this is accurate but definitely not one. <laughs> um, and again, it's probably not accurate because we've already gone through uh, all the reasons why. <laughs> so, yeah, th- there's that. <laughs> um, and, and this is why context is very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll just kind of end it on that. Um, if, if you want to know what the hell we're talking about, look up the end of Power Rangers Megaforce. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's the scene. Um, I know we spent a lot of time on that, and some of you guys are probably wondering, like, oh, oh whatever, what? go on, move on. So let's move on. Uh, I'm just trying so to the... figure out how to power my car with an Eclipse. Right <laughs> I here. know, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the last question is Will we ever see a Power Ranger from an era other than Mighty Morphin or Super Sentai itself?
2: I, I always wanted that be cool. I was RPM because that's like the one, the modernish one I, I like a lot. Like mm-hmm. it's so silly and weird and different <laughs> and Mad maxi and like
0: you had talked about it, yeah. so I checked it out and yeah. I I kind of loved it. Yeah. I think the Zords were really cheesy. And weird, yeah, but. well, except for the gold
2: and silver, the ones that are flying. The, I think it's the gold one has a flying one. It's like a pterodactyl oh, the, or something. I think they both flew. Yeah, I think both gold and silver fly in that, which is really cool to see like flying Zords. Makes no sense. Mm-mm. These are heavy metal robots. They shouldn't be flying. <laughs> but whatever. Cool. Yeah, I mean,
0: like planes fly.
2: <laughs> I don't think they have any jets though. I think it's literally fucking flapping its wings. Well, they're also
0: <laughs> like weird morphing grid. Yeah. Nonsense. Sure. Yeah. They get powered by fucking solar eclipses. Like, <laughs> yeah. <sure>. Yeah. <laughs> Either way. Um. Yes. I. I think. I think it'd be cool. Uh. It all depends on you guys though. Like if there are any Power Rangers or Super Sentai. Rangers, what are they called? Why am I blanking on that? Uh, Super Sentai Rangers that you want to see, let us know. Uh, We base most of our matchups off of your uh, suggestions, so you can find a link in the description below uh, where you can uh, submit via a a request form, leave a comment about it, what have you. Uh, Personally, I think it'd be really cool to bring in Kruger from SPD. He's a dog, uh, but like a dog (laughs) alien man. Okay. He's a Power Ranger, and he fights kind of like a samurai. Ooh, it's kind of awesome. Ooh, okay. um, <laughs> and uh, from SPD, uh, Captain Marvelous seems really cool. He's the one that gets all the other ranger powers. He's like a pirate. It's like stealing it all. It's kind of fun. Uh, and then so- somewhat related, uh, there has been a consistent, not necessarily super popular, but a consistent request for Common Rider. Yeah. I'm sure we will be bringing Common Rider some iteration of Common Rider into Death Battle at some point. Common Rider
2: is one of those ones where I remember looking at it like a year ago, and I was like, "Oh God!" Like the research on this, like he's been around for. Well, you know, it's wait, like, like Power Rangers; it changes all the time. Yeah, but, but still, like I feel like there's so much to go through for Common Rider. Like you got to do a lot of research. So that's mm-hmm. going to be a big undertaking to do Common Rider.
0: Yeah, but anyway, I know that was a long Q and A. Thank you for sticking out. That was with like this. the whole episode, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we might. Uh, just skip straight to the community death battle if you guys are okay with that. Yeah. yeah uh the Piers versus Piers thing at the end we were gonna talk about how uh Pierce Brosnan well I, let's do that real quick. We'll make it a very quick one. Yeah. <laughs> let's do that. Let's yeah. let's I thought find we were just going gonna on. discuss how you pronounce yeah. their names differently. Because you have to, right?
1: Piers Piers. And and yeah well, the way it looked on the bottom, Pierce versus Piers, it's like it sounds like Pierce Brosnan is fighting a peer, multiple peers. Right. Like yeah. He's going Pierce. to each ocean front and he's just like bring, so bring it you on. Do you pronounce them both sucks. as
0: peers or Pierce? Do you pronounce them both as Pierce? Pierce, Pierce Brosnan in peers, Pierce. Pierce Morgan,
1: peers, Pierce. Pierce
0: Morgan, Pierce. Yes. Pierce. Pierce, Brosnan. <laughs> we need someone with an English accent to come in that's here. Right. Right. And, that's right. Uh, okay, yeah. that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so what we were going to talk about is how Pierce Brosnan said that he wouldn't mind seeing a woman take on the role of James Bond, uh, and Pierce Morgan said, "Fuck that," um, <laughs> <laughs> because it's Pierce. Morgan. Also, Pierce mm.
2: Morgan has like no. Fuckie. You've never been a James Bond. Fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, you have no that's attachment right. to this franchise. Whatever. Where Pierce Brosnan was James Bond for like. Six movies?
1: Five? Yeah. Maybe? Some really good ones. And he has Dope Ass yeah. Video Game. Come on. Yeah. yeah. The best. This game is great. Yeah.
2: yeah. There's but. even a GameCube one that's it's really strong too. It's also very good. Everything or Nothing. I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He had. He also had, I think, one really bad movie. Sure. Yeah. Oh. you can't win. Oh, them yeah, his all. movie's no. kind of got. I mean, the last two. W- like the one, James the one Bond with series. Halle the Berry one. With, oh, yeah, yeah. that one, yeah, yeah, is yeah, it, is, yeah. It's not
1: the world is not enough. Is that it, or is it? I, uh, I don't know. I just, I, I
2: mean, remember. let's just all just sit on gold knife for a second and be like, <laughs> right. wow, what a banger! Exactly. But also, yeah, Pierce and, Morgan. And, and like, yeah, I think, on, I think okay. this is the perfect <laughs> example of like people what? talk Pierce, about Pierce Morgan. Yeah. People Here's talk about like what what you can or can't do with a character, and it's like oh like you know they made an aerial African American that's weird whatever. It's like you can do the only thing you can't do with James Bond is like they need to be British. Yeah, in newsflash, I agree. British people can be of any color or race or anything like that they just or happen gender. to like yeah or <laughs> gender yeah it doesn't matter oh my gosh it's like, are like, female
0: british people <laughs> no yeah,
2: yeah it's like oh well james bond should be a womanizer it's like st- we can still do that still do that that's a fine character trait mm-hmm. you can give a woman to like that's great like sure it doesn't matter like you, the color of the character doesn't fucking matter. As long as they're British, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. And if you want to still have them be a bit of a womanizer, it doesn't seem very good these days. It's not a great look, but whatever. A woman well, can still do that. Well, womanizer or at
0: least seductive. Like, yeah, main things. Yeah,
2: Pierce Brosnan wasn't like a hard womanizer. Neither was yeah. Daniel Craig, really. It's just like, the older ones. Like, Sean Connery just, was just a It's Pierce piece Brosnan. Shit. Like,
1: are you going to, like, turn him down? No, <laughs> He's I still wouldn't. handsome exactly. as fuck. Oh, yeah, you know, exactly. Come yeah, on. got to be yeah. a good looking person. not aging
0: much. I don't know. Yeah. It's like. Got to be an immortal person, apparently. Yeah, yeah. apparently, yeah. Uh, I'm incredibly jealous of that man. Yeah, of yeah, course. <laughs> of course. You know, seduction is part of the James Bond thing. You got to keep that. Obviously, it's a British icon. It would be very strange to change that, because yeah. uh, that's removing it from its roots uh, as a as a British icon, one of yeah, the most important yeah. characters of there. Yeah, you I, can't
1: have an American in an MI6 frankly, or something.
0: Frankly, right? yeah, that would be uh, stupid. Yeah. They made Doctor Who a woman, and yeah. they made the Doctor mm-hmm. a woman, and I know people have mixed opinions on that season, but personally I feel like more of the issues came from uh, the writing and the showrunner, and I don't think she did a bad job at all. I actually think yeah. she did a yeah. fantastic you said, job. So you're saying the actress, actress did? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, okay. I think it would make total sense. I think it would be perfectly fine. Yeah. There's like, yeah, you can do whatever the fuck you, is the characters have
2: defining characteristics and it is rarely race or gender. Yeah.
0: Except for me Gaming like, this guy in, in the Superman. in the chat says it's not like the doctor from Doctor Zulu Who who can regenerate and change body types. I mean what do you mean it's a 007 different fucking does. person? Yeah. <laughs> it's a job.
2: Like, what? Have That's... they ever come
0: out and said, like, it's
2: just,
1: like, there are different James Bonds, it's but it's, like, it's the title and, right. like, his code name rather yeah. than, like, yeah, it's, it's an actual all... person. Well, I guess in the newer ones, like, they go into, like, Daniel Craig. His name is actually Bond. Right. They see a tombstone like, yeah, or whatever. Of yeah, of his parents and all that. But, like, the other ones, there was just yeah, like, prevailing theory of, like, oh, they're all James different. James Bond yeah.
2: Casino Royale and those ones are supposed yeah. to be from the Genesis story of James Bond. Yeah. Right, I think it the other the James first. Bonds are supposed to be after that sure. Daniel Craig one. Mm-hmm. But that and wouldn't like, make any sense. You know, by it doesn't make any sense. And, but like in the right. way the books are written, those are the stories they took them from. Was like yeah, the, the, the Casino Royale and stuff were from the origins of the James Bond gotcha. like, books, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. The character. And obviously, they weren't going to make like, hey guys, let's make James Bond in the 70s like that's not <laughs> they weren't going to do that in 2005 or whatever so right, yeah they yeah. made it modern but mm-hmm. yeah that's where they But it is a different character yeah all the yeah, time yeah. like yeah. it
0: might as well have the same power as the doctor to regenerate every yeah, couple yeah. decades or whatnot. cuz it's basically the same thing mm-hmm. like it's a yeah. different character each time you have a new actor um i don't there might be one or two that reference uh uh There were a couple that referenced, I think, uh, Lazenby's Bond, I think. Who was after him? Was that Moore? I think that might have been Roger Moore. I think some of his referenced the Lazenby Bond because he got married um, Mm. and his wife died. Um, So there have been a couple references to other characters or other actor Bonds uh, series, but for the most part, there's not a whole lot of continuity. So whatever. It can be whatever Mm -hmm. you want. Yeah.
2: I would, I've been pushing for
0: Idris Elba for years. Idris right? yeah. would be great. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, awesome. be dope. Um, man, like I know some people think that we kind of missed out. Like Idris Elba is getting a little too up there. Oh no, no, no. Could, I yeah, totally doubt it. I I totally disagree. He was well, also was know, I'm kind of interested in what an I elderly think, James Bond could be. Casino like. Casino
2: Royale <laughs> is arguably. Ooh, I don't need to think argument, is one of the best
0: Bond Absolutely. movies. Absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm. And it is probably the least action packed Bond movie. Okay, yeah. real
0: quick to, to wrap this up because we gotta move on. Oh yeah. If it was a woman playing Bond, would you still call her James? Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Because be I Jamie, feel like changing Jamie, the name would Jane. be a bit much. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I changing think, the, the name Jam- would be a but bit but much. But I actually think James could be a pretty dope, like yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't name think for a woman. Not. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's
2: like, you know, uh, It's not typically a woman's name, but that doesn't change anything, I think. No. Yeah. It would work.
0: I I mean, it's it's a spy world anyway. Like, they can do whatever they want. I mean, because you can make it up as
2: a good plot, because it's just like, it's a good way to disarm people, because if you see on paper you're meeting James Bond, you have a very different thought process of who you're meeting.
0: Dude. Mm -hmm. What if they made a James Bond movie where everybody, including the audience, thought it was a guy, and then halfway through the movie, it's all been a cover. <laughs> on that log. would be.
2: I, I think then <laughs> that might shock some be. people too much. And also, like, that's what I hate about fucking trailers these days is because they would never let that. That's true. Go. Yeah. Like I am yeah, waiting make... so much for the trailer that is complete and utter fabrication, and the movie is nothing like the trailer. Yeah. That'd well, Marvel
1: was kind of doing that with like they'd have Hulk in the trailers, but right. it, oh, he actually isn't in the movie. Like, yeah. He, I hope that
0: catches yeah. on more, and they just start. Intentionally misleading you,
2: but that one felt like bullshit. Because then they're like, "Oh, I get a side of Hulk in my movie," and then we're like, "We lied, motherfucker!" Like, I mean, yeah. like it's yeah, there's a certain then,
0: like, line you can cross there by misadvertising yeah, like, something, yeah. Which but is like the technically Deadpool illegal. Trailer did it really well. We thought we were going to get like that X Force squad. Ah, uh, yeah. And they pulled out the rug out from under you, but mm. in a yeah. great, really fun way. Yeah, yeah. It can absolutely be done well. I think. Yeah. I think uh, Marvel in general has done a pretty good job with that, but. If it does catch on, I can see it entering areas where it's where, yeah. just yeah. terrible, where I mean, you basically it, think like, a movie is completely different than you go into it, and it's like, <laughs> oh, people are dying horrifically in this. I thought this was going to be a children's film. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, but I think with a franchise
2: like 007, you can just be like, you all know what's happening right now, right? Like, mm-hmm. spy gun,
0: maybe a boob if we're lucky. Like. <laughs>
2: what are you god save the queen yeah
0: yeah. Yeah. all right let's let's move on to our community (laughs) death battle (laughs) hello audience before
2: we get to the community death battle let me tell you about something wonderful quip toothbrushes their teeth brushers yeah you heard me right it's crazy new idea brought to you by our friends at quip You get a thing with bristles on it and you scrub your teeth to keep them clean so they don't fall out of your mouth because once they do, you'll most likely die. Just the facts. The easiest way to start something like brushing your teeth and to get a good habit and routine is to start today. So let's talk about buying it now. Simplify the morning routine and evening with a simpler electric toothbrush from Quip. Time Sonic Vibrations let you know that you're brushing long enough in ultra-sensitive pulses or, you know, they keep you, you keep your gums healthy. Really, let's just be honest, they're amazing toothbrushes. And one thing that Quip won't tell you, but I will, is that you can name your toothbrush. Personally, I've called mine Tooth Daddy. <laughs> it's, it's a great brush name. You have to get your own. You can't have mine. Uh, yeah, they mount to the mirror with what is some sticky juice from a wizard. I don't understand it, but it is constantly sticky. You can take it off the mirror, throw it in a dirty backpack, and put it in a mirror at a hotel, and it still sticks. And also, while you did that, you carried your toothbrush in a cleanly manner because it is also the carrying case for your toothbrush, which makes it super easy to travel. We've talked about Quip a hundred times. You guys know that I'm all about this toothbrush. Um, just go buy it. Quip is one of the first electronic toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. If you don't want to take my word for it, they are backed by over 25,000 dental professionals and they have a thousand verified five star reviews. so yeah I mean it's dope. Quip starts at just $25 and if you go to getquip.com/ cast right now you can get your first refill pack for free. That's your first refill pack for free at getquip.com slash cast. G e t q u i p dot com slash cast. Go do it. They're great. They keep your teeth
0: clean. All right, so uh, we are wrapping up DBX. Yeah, yeah. this is uh, a last finale one. Yeah, for for this year at least, uh, I believe we're we done. Will be continuing Yeah, I don't know next yeah. year, but. Uh, <laughs> Fingers crossed. We gotta get, <laughs> we'll see can if, uh, get at us. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, for see the season finale of of DBX, the new revamped DBX. Uh, Sammy, you want to take this away? Talk about it.
2: Yeah, uh, I mean it's it's Batman Iron Man, which is a, a pretty highly requested fight. That d- this is like the nice thing about DBX is because like this one would be. Funny enough, I actually think Batman would win if we did a death battle and we gave him all of his suits, especially if we gave him the final Batsuit. Like, there's not a question about it. He wins. But in, like, a normal sense, you look at these two characters and they're like, super-powered robot man, strong human. And you're like, okay, who's going to win this fight? And, like, you know, so it's a lot of fun to be able to do stuff like this in DBX. And, yeah, I don't want to do anything that's going to spoil it because it doesn't come out for a few more days but it's really cool it's really fun it was animated in-house by Luis and zaxi so you know it's a tip-top shape um yeah it's just fun we try to this one was a lot of like let's let these animators do what they want to do with this fight and have a lot of fun with it because that's kind of the point of dbx so in, like the beginning of it is <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, I mean, not pretty much the beginning of it. The fight starts over a pretty memey joke, so it's just like they were having fun with the whole thing, and then it gets into a badass fight, and it's really good, yeah, um, I'm just ready to see these billionaires just throw money right, at each other, yeah. just all their money do, you
0: want to do these? Do we have time real fast, all right, so as always, with community okay. death battle, uh we we uh, uh, let you guys say who you think would win and why. Um, and if you haven't voted on this week's DBX, maybe one of these answers will help convince you who you think should win. Uh, so we got an answer from Jason Sith for Batman. Um, yeah, uh, so Batman takes a fight and,
2: like, well, Batman fights and tags enemies stronger and faster than Iron Man faces, has better preparation, which is very true, is smarter and more resilient. Also, Wayne Enterprises was valued by Forbes to be thirty 31- <laughs> one. Point three billion dollars and stark industries is only 20 billion only so, only. Yeah. only 20 billion come on i mean that's not even like fucking bezos money get the <laughs> shit out of here <laughs> like he oh, that's weird bezos has been getting strong do you think he's gonna be our first real batman or iron man <laughs> i could see he's him be much man. more sure. iron man yeah, yeah. yeah. What'd he do? Man? oh did you see that thing with the hand no. They, they made a, oh, anyway, no, 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 I know what you're anyway, talking about. Yeah. With, with, the with the feedback robot. and shit. They have yeah. 60 seconds hand. to
0: wrap this up, because we're, we're getting on an okay, hour. now for yeah. Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man. <laughs> Iron, Man. Iron, Man.
2: Iron Man. has this. <laughs> From Aiden Breschers. He's <Iden laughs> uh, lifted. A, Aiden? Sorry. He's lifted 16,000 tons. He's lifted a 16,000 ton nuclear reactor, uh, withstood a nuclear explosion while his suit was at 2%, can react in a picosecond. Fun word. Knocked out She-Hulk with one punch. Survived a chunk of Titan's moon falling on top of him. Also, he's Iron Man. Excelsior.
0: <laughs> I mean, I like the that. nuclear explosion,
1: like that. that's not a big deal. If there's a fridge nearby, Batman can just Boom. jump in that. Yeah, that's yeah. easy. Aww. We've seen <laughs> it. No, fridges are nuclear. Fridge. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, uh, yeah. But make sure to vote. Uh voting's up for two more days on mm-hmm. the final battle. This one is pretty tight so far and there's a shit ton of votes. I'm always surprised. It's like, oh yeah, lots of people show to vote. It's awesome. Um
0: so yeah. Make sure to go vote. <laughs> Do that. Yeah. Uh we will once DBX is over, uh we will be continuing community death battle as, as it used to be. We'll go back into the same sort of uh, uh format that we've been doing, but uh combining it with DBX has been really awesome to see people's find, answers. Yeah. And I think you guys have been doing a fantastic job with the season so far. Hopefully, we'll get to do again next year. (laughs) Oh, absolutely! Maybe watch all the videos over again. (laughs) Maybe we'll get to do it again next year. What is that? YouTube on repeat, just like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just loop that playlist. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, YouTube doesn't like figure that out, right? No, algorithm doesn't figure out that you're you're cheating the system, (laughs) right? Right. (laughs) No, <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for supporting DBX this year. Uh, these guys have had an awesome time putting it together. The animators have mm-hmm. done a fabulous job making some really interesting fights that I don't know if we would necessarily have been able to see in Death Battle. Very unique matchups. Um, so, and I think that's generally the idea for DBX going forward. Is it's gonna take on some weird but cool fights? And
2: we have one plan for next season. If like, because we have our like, here's the list. If we get the budget that I really, really, really want to go all out on. Like, it sounds so cool. So
0: Let's hopefully we'll get there. It, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, and thank you guys for joining us for this episode of Cast. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, I know that yeah. was mainly just Doing Q&A, that was a lot, but... Uh, <laughs> I learned a lot about Power Rangers. I thought yeah. I was a fan, but now, you know... Yeah. Now you now you know everything about uh, solar eclipses and how and you can draw I, energy yeah. from them. To watch out, Elon Musk, watch out. Monsters. You know. <laughs> <laughs> this, maybe this is what Elon Musk was after all along. Maybe ah, he watched there go. Power Rangers Megaforce and was like... God. The power solar, r- eclipse solar eclipse increases the key to everything. Fold. I'll throw
2: everybody off by creating yeah. solar roofs. <laughs> then <laughs> when, the, then when the
0: eclipse the comes,
1: eclipse. all <laughs> the solar roofs will turn into drills and they'll drill into the earth. And Perfect. that's and then I'll defeat the Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah. Great plan. Alright, we got yeah. you
0: figured out, Musk. I don't know why this suddenly became a Musk show, but
1: <laughs> Musk, get at us. Alright, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>
0: Bye. <laughs>